Assalamu alaikum everyone and welcome to the Daily Tribe Golden Nugget where we have one goal and that is to inspire you to succeed every single day. Today we are joined by Aruj from Nyor Beauty. She specializes in holistic, natural and non-toxic beauty products while using prophetic inspired ingredients which have um, supported so many women to good skin health and confidence in themselves. So thank you so much for joining me today Aruj. Of course, thank you. Yeah, so nice. We've spoken before on Instagram Lives and we've connected and it's so nice again to see you looking beautiful as always. MashaAllah. Oh, thank you. Uh, Thank you. Same. You're always so fresh and, you know, ready to go. (laughs) (laughs) So talk to me about sustainable beauty. What does sustainable beauty mean to you? So um, sustainable beauty in regards to our company actually encompasses four different aspects of what everybody thinks of environmental consciousness and things like that. When um, bigger brands talk about it, they only talk about one usually area of um, the sustainable beauty, which is like echo packaging, or we mm. use, you know, ethical raw, raw ingredients, or we, you know, our products are bio, biodegradable, but it's yeah. not encompassing all of it. So what mm-hmm. sustainable beauty to New York encompasses ethical sourcing of the natural raw materials, meaning uh, many of the products that we source, we source from Muslim women's cooperatives in Africa. So that what that means is that they get paid a fair wage, mm-hmm. as opposed mm-hmm. to trying to use, you know, commercial uh, sources here in the United States and abroad. Um, yeah. A lot of the workers don't get you know good wage, don't get good housing and things like that. So we've made sure that whoever we source with um, actually has those ethical practices in place as well. Mm. Right. And then we use fair trade farmers for like our teas, which means that they also get fair wages and then they also get treated well and um, in their environments. And uh, so that's just one part of our sustainability. The second part is our packaging. So all of our packaging is either recyclable, reusable or biodegradable. And even, you know, all the packaging that we put inside as well as, you know, the bottles or, you know, any of the inner packaging that we Mm. use. The third thing is the biodegradability, like I said, of the finished product. Will the oils or um, the actual, so you throw it away, will they biodegrade? Mm -hmm. Um, Which, you know, our products will, like I said. And then the production, like how much energy use, water consumption, the waste management. That whole, basically, it's called like supply chain management, right? From where it starts. So there's a couple of facilities that we use. They're either low um, energy emissions or they have zero energy emissions. So that's kind of like the whole package. So sustainability isn't just this one little part. It's all of it. And with that also, you know, we take into uh, account, of course, what Islam says about Mm -hmm. our responsibility as, you know, protectors of this earth, right? There's an eye in the Quran where, I mean, there's many, many references, but the one that we like to focus on, it's it's in um, Surah 25. In verse 63 and it says the servants of the lord of mercy are those who walk gently upon the earth and then it goes on to say how it's our responsibility how we're servants of the earth and we should protect it and keep it basically when you uh, look at some of the scholars who have talked about our responsibilities we need to leave the earth in better condition than when we found it which we are definitely not doing mm-hmm. right and so we need to make sure that the products that we use are, are not destroying our earth for example palm palm oil, right? It is very destructive and depletes the resources. And it's also very hard to source 
that mm-hmm. ingredient that ingredient meaning it's very taxing on the people because you have to climb the trees and it's a very labor intensive process uh-huh. and it's very very hard on the laborers to do that and of course it's destructive to the local environments yes um, when we were in uh, Costa Rica actually a few years ago we saw there were orchards and orchards when we were driving from the we were driving from the Atlantic coast to the Pacific coast and we were like oh wow what are these beautiful you know orchards and trees and the locals actually said, actually, we don't like these here. These were, there were palm, basically farms, mm. palm uh, oil farms. And they said that it's destroyed the other local trees because they're so invasive uh-huh. and also taken all the resources. And it's also, um, you know, one of those things that people need work over mm-hmm. there. So of course they do it, but it's very difficult work to mm. do for some reason to harvest those palm nuts. Okay. So, Anyway, so that's yeah, one of the things that we don't use things. any fillers or, or, you know, palm oil in our products. So that's what ethical sourcing is. And we make sure that we take care of everybody, however much we can within our small business capacity, yeah. from sourcing the ingredients to the final product, sending it to you. Amazing. So yeah, it's incredible. Like when you actually receive something from a company like yours, you can be rest assured that people have thought about that whole process. And, and it happens so often where there are so many gaps in the chains where even like the people selling the products just don't know what is happening at different parts of the chain. So having that assurance is incredible. I know you mentioned like on your Instagram and your socials, like uh, prophetic traditions and uh, inspired ingredients and things like that. What does that mean? Because we often, you know, even as Muslims might not know what that means. Sure. So there are a ton of fruits, vegetables, animal dairy products mentioned in the Quran and also ones that were preferred by the Rasulullah right? Um, and that's where the Sunnah comes from. And so what we've done is we've looked at some of those ingredients that have been mentioned in the Quran, for example, the grapes and pomegranates and figs and, you know, well, there's milk and goat and, or lamb yeah. and all, all these products. And we've said, okay, well, in today's world, because we're using these products, these ingredients in a very different way than they were used. They were just eaten raw, basically, right? Yeah. But there's so many different elements, nu- nutritional elements that can be used for skincare, actually, mm-hmm. and have been used for skincare. Um, there's pomegranate seed oil, fig oil, olive oil, which we have been using for centuries, actually, for not only our food, but also hair care, skincare, yeah. and Care. And so what we did was we looked at many of these ingredients and said, how can we integrate them into integrate these into our products to get the most benefit, including, you know, ingredients that would already be used today, right? Mm-hmm. For example, one of our facial oils used rosehip seed oil. Mm. Actually, all three of them have it in there, which is anti-aging. But with that, for example, the Optimist oil has pomegranate seed oil. It has gochugola, which is an Ayurvedic like you know herb basically that is made into an oil that's very very good for your skin it helps uh, get rid of not only fine lines but um hyperpigmentation as well as fig seed oil and grapeseed oil Mm. so these are all kind of mixed in uh together to form kind of like the perfect that you have it it targets your hyperpigmentation it targets your anti-aging and it targets your wrinkles and mm. you know, sun care protection all kind of in one oil but it's their ingredients that we know are good for the skin and for yeah. your body yeah, from yeah. the ground and sunnah 
So that's kind of where that comes from. Same with kind of like the teas that we use, chamomile is used in, um, we call it, it's called umami medicine, which is um, based on, you know, kind of the prophetic medicine. They yeah, umami tip medicine. Yeah, is that what Yes, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so they use a lot of like chamomile and uh, lemongrass mm. and things like that. And those are all mentioned in, in these medicinal traditions. So we yeah. try to integrate all those in our teas as well. Because I think um, a lot of that is lost, you know, in just within the general Muslim population. I don't know whether, because I, I know like people that study, you know, that practice Yunani Tib medicine, but just like thinking of having chamomile or, or lemongrass or something like that with the intention that it's sunnah or if it's like prophetic inspired ingredients that we should use in our, in our day-to-day. So it's really nice to be able to um, speak about it and learn about it and actually use it in, in our yeah, skincare. I and, think it's kind of been, you know, culturally appropriated almost mm-hmm. you know or religious appropriation I, I don't know what to call it but you know we think of lemongrass and chamomile and things like oh they're just herbal teas right mm. but just like you're saying we don't realize that these have been used in the islamic prophetic traditions for a very long time mm-hmm. and the you know umami tip medicine um and that we should include them in our yeah. daily um, I've, I've actually like taken the umami medicine before with great success so yeah, it's similar to like like Chinese herbal medicine as well, I think. Yeah. Um, and Ayurveda medicine. Uh, med- yeah, exactly. Well, exactly. Well. And I think all of those types of medicines, they kind of, they, there's a big overlap between Ayurveda, between umami and between the Chinese medicine. So what we've done is we've kind of taken, you know, a little bit of all the different worlds. Yeah. Um, included them because you can't just focus on one because like I said, there's so much overlap. Yes. Because that's yeah. what was used, you know, centuries and centuries ago. You know, they just use the herbal plants and roots that were found uh, for mm. their medicine. Mm. Um, and that's where modern medicine comes from, too. They're all mm. from derived from, you know, uh, different herbs and plants. So, amazing. Anyways. Amazing. Yeah, no, no, it's so, so interesting. <laughs> and I think it's another opportunity for us to learn more about the Prophet, which is like some beautiful thing. So handy. Yeah. Um, so what should as consumers like what should we be thinking of when we're purchasing skincare products? Should we be looking out for certain ingredients, um, be scared away from some ingredients? Like, what do we really need to look for? So there's just certain ingredients that we want to make sure we as women especially stay away from. These ingredients are uh, hormone, basically, disruptors, meaning they mess with your cycles. They Mm. mess with your, they may cause more breakouts because uh, the hormones basically they're estrogen disruptors mm-hmm. right and so in small doses they do not make a, a difference but if you're using skincare products and this has been proven especially in sunscreen there mm. are products in sunscreen that are estrogen disruptors that are now um i think it was like 2015 or 16 that finally the fda banned them but you wow. can still find them because it takes a long time for those you know i i, I think they must have some sort of rules for corporations where yeah if you produce them or whatever like a a phased out approach where they can come up with new formulas so you can still find some of those products with those chemicals in them so you want to stay away from anything that's considered a hormone disruptor those actual exact chemicals that you really need to stay away from Mm. some of them are petroleum based like triclosan and that you need to stay away from because you know you don't want anything so harsh being put on your skin it's skin irritant if you asthma you want to stay away from petroleum-based candles and things like that 
which uh, you want to stick to like beeswax or soy. So those are kind of the ingredients you want to stay away from. Um, one of the things that's kind of difficult nowadays is, and, and there's no perfect company yet because this is kind of a work in progress, is preservatives, right? So mm -hmm. you have to have preservatives to have, um, or else, you know, the anything with water in it, yeah. any type of water-based, anything needs a preservative because you will get bacteria, fungus, and you don't want to be putting that in your skin. So unless you're making something that day water-based and putting it in the fridge for two or three days, that's the only way that it will work like natural mm -hmm. products without preservatives. So I think that's kind of like a misunderstanding on when we think about natural ingredients, you have to have a preservative in there. So what, preser what preservative should we be um, looking out for or staying away from? Sure, sure. So, so you want to stay away for, from parabens, for example. Anything that says methylparaben or dichlorosamparaben, anything with a bin at the end, you really want to stay away from. So they're called okay. parabens because they are um, known endocrine disruptors. The other thing you want to stay away from when you look at the ingredients list is fragrance because mm -hmm. what the term fragrance is, Companies use it to hide ingredients because mm -hmm. they, um, when they submit for whatever it is, they don't have to, um, if something's proprietary, they don't want somebody else to know what it is, their blends, basically, yeah. they can hide ingredients in there. So be careful with something that just says fragrance, because there could be a lot of chemicals hiding in there that you don't want. Synthetic colors and dyes, you want to stay away from those because they're skin irritants. And then um, when you eat them basically they're linked to ADHD in children and can be carcinogenic so you know like red 27 or like yellow five you know yeah. those those numbers blue um yeah, and yeah. so the ingredient that I was talking about that was um the endocrine dis disruptors other than the parabens is specifically called triclosan and it's basically a preservative it's a chemical preservative, but what it does is it makes bacteria anti uh, and antibiotic resistant. Triclosan is not found in necessarily skincare products, but it's found in like antibacterial soaps and mm -hmm. shampoos and things like that. So um, deodorants, especially. Okay. Um, so that's what something you want to, because for women, very close, a, yeah. close to, yeah. you know, all the lymph nodes and things like yeah. that you want to stay away from. Platelets are a group of chemicals that are found in actually like soft plastics mm -hmm. and perfumes and lotions as well. Okay. Um, and these are known endocrine disruptors. They've been known to be found in breast milk in women. And so then of course that can be consumed really, really. by by children. Um, and they're they're linked to increased risk of the risk of breast cancer. Anyway, so those are yeah. um, more of a it's, it, it's so incredible. Like the the podcast that we've done so far and the conversations that I've had with people that are you know, into natural um, skincare, it really reinforced that it's just so important to go back to the basics and yeah. just use like simple products. Since yeah. I've gone plastic free in my, in my bath, I've realized like how, when you go simple, you go to the natural homemade mm -hmm. um, skincare, like you really don't need all these bottles, all these mm -hmm. um, ingredients, all these, you know, right, fragrances. Right, right, and it's right. like, it's, you really start to, to feel like, wow, I'm looking after myself in a natural way. I'm staying away from all these toxins because we, we ingest enough toxins elsewhere. Maybe we should just yeah. like, you know, obviously step by step, we can start um, getting rid of them in our lives, but yeah, skincare course. is something that we can do quite easily. And a lot of the time by supporting small businesses, we're doing 
you know, we're helping small businesses at the same time, we're helping take toxins out of our skincare. I know there's like, um, you know, you've spoken about vitamin C and I know we haven't really gone too much into vitamin C before. And I'd love to know, um, obviously, before we go on to like looking after our skin in terms of fitness, but just give us a little bit of an idea of what the benefits are of vitamin C. And is it something that we can just buy ascorbic acid ourselves and use on our skin? Is, or is it a bit more complicated than that? No, usually you want to have because you don't want some of the ingredients you don't want to just put directly on your skin because they can cause their tissue. They normally have to be mixed in basically like a based oil. So you don't just want to have vitamin C, right? So I think the standard is it has to be a percentage of vitamin C in whatever skincare product that you're using that is effective. And that's anywhere from 10 to 20% based on what it does. And the, one of the main benefits is just skin brightening and, you know, helping with hyperpigmentation. That's most of the reasons why we use it. It also helps Mm. with skin health, the skin turnover, and it's an antioxidant as well. Yeah. Um, So of all of the ingredients or products in a skincare routine, I would highly recommend adding a vitamin C into your skincare routine as including, you know, ingesting vitamin C in Mm. the form of oranges or juice or whatever you do. But I think after you cleanse and, you know, if you tone, I think you need to put the vitamin C cream or gel or oil, whatever you use on, because that has helped my skin get brighter and more fresh looking Mm. eye circles, but just get that more even skin tone, because that's what most of us want right mm-hmm. is just to have a more even skin tone filter your skin really- girls with some vitamin c i take the ascorbic acid actually just directly in water i find that yeah. the the easiest way to sort of get it in yeah. but um uh-huh. yeah like this it- vitamin c of course like in lots of um different foods we often like um associate it with just oranges but like really it's it's in a quite a vast range of um, foods, which is cool. Um, so broccoli, Brussels sprouts, mangoes, yeah. they all have oh, high vitamin C. Yeah. <laughs> now, is, now is the thing. Yeah. I have a blog post as well yeah. on the benefits of vitamin C on not only the skin, but the nutritional benefits. And like I said, it's a very potent antioxidant. And that's mm-hmm. why it also helps your skin because when you put on your skin, it gets rid of some of those free radicals Amazing. that are floating around. Amazing. So obviously as a community, if people have got to this stage in modest fitness, they have been working out a lot. They've been sweating a lot, hopefully, and showering a lot, I hope as well. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, how can we look after our skin, um, considering we are fitness fanatics by now? Sure, of course. So one of the things is you shouldn't, if possible, you should not be wearing a full face makeup while working out. Mm. <laughs> a, a light I'm about this, ladies. <laughs> yes. Second, if you're working, it depends what time of day you're working. If you're working out outside, if you're running, you need to make sure you are wearing a good sunscreen. The sun is not your friend in any way, shape or form, especially for skin. It causes wrinkles. It causes, you know, what they call sunspots, but basically it's hyperpigmentation um, and sun damage is cumulative. So every bit of sun exposure you've had since basically you were a kid shows up probably in your early forties is when you start to see it. So if you do not protect your skin in your twenties, your thirties, even when you're children, you know, we te- tend to do it when the children are little, but then you yeah. kind of shy away from it um, later on for us moms. That is the number one. You have to have a broad spectrum sunscreen. And remember it's broad spectrum means that it protects you both from UVA and UVB rays. UVB rays are what the SPF, it protects, like if it's just as SPF, 
those are UVB rays. They're short wavelength and that protects you. And a lot of those are the ones that cause cancer. But UVA rays penetrate through your windows. They come through the clouds if it's a cloudy day. Mm -hmm. So it doesn't matter if it's sunny or not. You have to protect yourself from those rays as well. And those are the ones that cause the wrinkles, that cause the hyperpigmentation. And there are some cancers that are linked to UVA radiation exposure. So you have to make sure it's broad spectrum. Scary. Um, it is so scary, right? And brown people like me can get skin cancer and they do, right? And yeah. that's another misconception. Oh, you know, I'm already tan, I'm already brown. Uh, I have natural SPF. I don't <laughs> need a skin protection, which is totally, totally not correct because you can. Um, and then reapplying that. Um, the other thing is if you're working out outside, ladies, I hope you're also using um, not only the sunscreen because that you're, you're probably going to sweat it off pretty soon is protective clothing. Yeah. You know, SPF, protective clothing, full uh-huh. sleeves, things like that, because that are also, that will also protect the rest of your skin. Working out also, one of the things that since you guys are now avid workers is I hope you change your clothes right away. One of the things we always think about just skincare on our face, but our body as well, because many of the clothing that are made for working out are very occlusive, maybe meaning they like keep everything in. And Mm -hmm. so you need to, it's breathable. So you need to just get out of those clothes and wear something else, even if you don't shower right away, um, because that prevents you from breaking out and, you know, irritation on your body as well. And I think that's something that, you know, when you're busy, you kind of just, don't do like if you want it if you need yeah, we to get distracted or we, we sit like, down oh, afterwards or you scroll on your phone like yeah yeah you get out of it. those get out of those clothes right away because it, it'll affect your body as well and then the other thing is the reason why I know um Abdiya, you were talking about you know your husband he has his glow <laughs> Uh, whenever he works out outside um and we all have a glow right so the reason and I'm going to talk about skincare, like what you should do, but I'm going to mm. preface it with this. The reason why working out improves your skin is because it increases your blood flow and your blood carries oxygen and nutrients, which your skin and all your organs need, right? To um, all parts of your skin, which normally when you are not working out, you know, that blood, the blood is there, but it doesn't flow, right? Mm-hmm. So that's what exercise does. It helps that blood flow. So it carries the blood, uh, oxygen and nutrients that you need. Now, the other thing, and this is kind of a misconception is that sweating, like uh, working out doesn't really detox your skin, right? Your skin, you're by sweating it out, you're not detoxing your skin. The liver is the detoxer in your body. So your liver detoxes you. But what does detox is how the blood brings nutrients. It also takes away waste. So mm-hmm. the free radicals and things like that, when your blood flows, it also takes all those bad molecules from your skin away as well. And then takes For them sure. to the liver and flesh yeah, and yeah. stuff. So that's Amazing. how that blood flow works. So now, um, and it's called vasodilation. Like you'll see your red, whatever your blood vessels expand yeah. to let that blood flow more. So you get kind of more red. So now after a workout that you're, especially if it's in the morning or evening, you've worked out, you've taken a shower, you should do your full skincare routine Mm -hmm. because your pores are open and your blood is flowing. All of those products will be absorbed better actually than if you, than if you just wait till you cool down completely Mm. or whatever. So if, so not in the middle of the day, because in the middle of the day, you're still going to then at the end of the day, wash your face Mm. and things like that. But if you Mm. work out in the morning or the evening, do your full skincare routine, whatever that is after you shower and, you know, cleanse your face because that is the best time for it to get absorbed and actually work better. 
yeah amazing oh thank you so much please let us know where we can you know find out more about your products buy your products and of course your your social media handle as well Sure. You can find out more information about the company, the products, and some of the things I talked about on our blog at uh, www.newer.com. That's N-Y-U-R-E.com. And our Instagram and Facebook is Newer Beauty. So N-Y-U-R-E Beauty. Um, and you can find, you know, all sorts of information. Yeah. It's a beautiful, beautiful business. Mashallah, may Allah increase you um, in your business you so and, success and continue to be able to support women in this incredible new endeavor. And I just think it's such an amazing opportunity for us, especially as the Muslim community to support these small businesses, because not only are we buying the best products for our skin, but we're also supporting ethical companies when skincare is literally filled with big corporations um, that potentially yes. do not abide by maybe our values. So I think it's, um, you know, and I think a lot of that sort of information is coming out now. So I think, yeah, it's a huge opportunity for us to look after our skin better and also support um, ethical businesses as well. So thank you so much for joining me. And I thank really look so forward much, to Abby, yeah. continuing the, the conversation really, really soon, inshallah. Of course, of course. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. Thank you. Assalamu alaikum. Waalaikum assalam. So I hope you got as much value out of today's golden nugget as I did. Remember, we are here to inspire you to succeed every single day. So be sure to tune in daily, whether you're in bed, driving in the car or relaxing after your workout. Listen to these amazing women in our community who are absolutely smashing it. Be inspired, learn from them, make those connections, build momentum to succeed in everything that you do. And most of all, have fun whilst you're doing it, because that's what it's all about. And I'll see you all tomorrow.